once upon a time, in a world with faith and fairness, there was something hidden. Down the boundary! He's gonna go! Bobcats lead! Pitch on the way for Mikulacic. We got a miss! Mikulacic gets the strikeout! And for the first time in school history, the Bearcats are going to the Super Regionals! Get ready for a next-level show. Welcome to Chasing the Cup. We are back for a second season covering all things Sam Houston State Athletics as the Bearcats go for an eighth Southland Conference Commissioner's Cup. I'm your host, Jason Barfield, and I look forward to bringing you along on this journey with us all season. This year, we're going to be speaking with our coaches and athletes and talk about what it takes to perform at the highest levels. On today's episode, we're going to sit down with Director of Athletics Bobby Williams and look back on last season. It was a historic year for the Bearcats as they claimed eight regular season Southland Conference titles as well as a tournament championship in softball. The Bearcats also had five teams advance to NCAA postseason play, including both golf programs for the first time in school history. From the best highlights and stories behind the scenes, we look forward to bringing it all to you all year long. We're gonna step aside for a moment and we will be back with our leader, Bobby Williams. Every time you show up, every time you make your presence heard, whether you clap your hands or stomp your feet, lead the chant or join the chorus. However you choose to be a fan, you make the game. The NCAA Division I Football Championship, January 11th at Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. Visit NCAA.com slash FCS to get your tickets today. A 43-yard field goal with a ticket to the championship on the line. Here's the stuff. The kick is At this moment, who you voted for doesn't matter. What kind of car you drive, how much money you make, what kind of music you listen to, or how many followers you have doesn't matter. At this moment, the only thing that does is football. Visit footballmatters.com. And welcome back to Chasing the Cup. I'm joined now by Director of Athletics, Bobby Williams. And Bobby, let's jump right into it. Um, another Commissioner's Cup for this department. Uh, what kind of separates this one maybe from some of the past one, now the seventh? I think we're just getting uh, to the point where we're consistently competing at the top. And uh, always have an opportunity, when you get to do that, you always have an opportunity to win them. And it's just been really special to see how everyone in our department is embracing uh, the chase for the cup, so to speak. And uh, it's a lot of fun to see the success of our teams uh, and uh, teams uh, uh, competing and, and rising and making it even higher. Let's talk about this spring because it was truly an incredible spring. Eight regular season titles, nine overall when you count the softball tournament championship. Just as that spring is unfolding the way it did, 
what were you thinking about? What was it like experiencing that? Every day it seemed like I walked in the office, we were getting another championship or some type of great performance by one of our teams. And you know, there's not many universities in this country that can say they won uh, nine championships in one semester. And that was extremely special to see the excitement in the student athletes, the coaches and everybody involved. Staff was excited. We were just kind of, I think, all in, in, in awe of what was being accomplished. You know, and I think it, it's funny because it's this past spring was one of those, you know, from my standpoint too, it always felt like every year in the spring, you know, we're, we're looking at cut points and you're kind of adding things up. I think we all got kind of caught up in the championships that it, it almost felt like, not that the cup was secondary, but you, you kept thinking there's another regular season title. We can win two more regular season titles. You know, baseball can do this, softball can do this. And it just felt like the championships just started stacking up on top of each other. Yeah, you know, we had some that we always felt like that we we're always competing at the top and then some that, that kind of came out of nowhere uh, and have some special performances. Uh, and, and, and just trying to look at all those different things and the excitement of being in that moment. And it seemed like, you know, for three months there, that's all we were doing. And, and that's really, really uh, positive from that, that perspective. You know, and I, and I think not only just the, the conference championships, but then ultimately what that led to when you look at all of the NCAA appearances this past spring, from basketball being in the NIT, to the two golf NCAA appearances, to softball's NCAA appearance, track having Clayton Fritch at the NCAA championships. And so it went from not just a Southland Conference thing, but then all of a sudden it started becoming a national thing as well. Well, it's funny because I know you and I had to deal with it and I know everybody else involved, the teams, it seemed like every time we won a championship, our first question was how we were going to get to the, the regional or travel and, and different things like that. And so it was kind of a unique perspective uh, that you didn't have a lot of time because every week we were in, in Oklahoma or Austin or, or you know Cleveland or somewhere like that. And it, it was really kind of fun and, and surreal as you were going through it. This one drilled to deep center field, Hathaway drifting back and it is gone and the Bearcats have jumped in front two to one. This one drifting into foul territory, gets his there and makes the grab and the Bearcats have done it. They have stunned the Longhorns on day number one of the Austin Regional. Let's now talk about softball and them getting to the Austin Regional because, you know, we, we've gone through this with, you know, football playoffs and baseball and track has had people at the NCAAs. This was something new, though, this year for softball. It's been a long time since they had been in the NCAA postseason. And then to get a team like Texas, that, that iconic school in the state, to go to their place and then to win that game. What were those moments like for you? It's funny because I've, I've been very blessed in my 38 years here and 22 years of AD to have some very special moments. You know, like at Bower Stadium when we beat Montana to go to Frisco the first time. Several other things and some baseball, the, the Tech Regional and, and different things like that. Uh, but softball, sitting in that dugout, I've got to watch the whole game from the dugout and experience it with the student athletes and the coaches. And then the big home run at the, you know, uh, that, that won it. And it was just so exciting. I, I normally don't get very loud in those type of situations, but to, to, to yell and scream and, and celebrate uh, with the team that, that particular inning when, when the home run went over the fence, it was pretty special. I'd say just kind of kind of looking at what can a run like that mean 
for the program. I mean, we, we kind of saw something similar to that with baseball and, and the run that they made at the regional at Ole Miss in 2007. Can you see something like this, a, a win like that over Texas, kind of kick-starting something similar for the softball program? No doubt. You, you could see it in, in uh, the student-athletes uh, in the team. Uh, they have been watching what's been going on in baseball for a while, and with them being uh, you know, in the in the the two facilities very close, and in the locker rooms and and uh, offices, you know, in the same building, and you could just see the softball team wanting to experience that. And when they had an opportunity to do, opportunity to do it, it was just extremely special. The smile on their face, the excitement, and then to go beat Texas. That that, that was just right up there with uh, with what happened a couple of years ago in, in baseball in Lubbock. Once again this year. The bowling program makes another trip to the NCAA championships. It's almost become habit now with them. Um, when you look at just from the start of that program, just what are your thoughts about kind of what this bowling program has been able to do on this national stage? You know, it, it's amazed me because I know when we were looking at uh, adding the, the sport, uh, there were a lot of questions and, and not a lot of support uh, when we were heading that way to add it. Uh, and then going through the interview process and, and hiring Coach Hagan and, and trying to get the, the program going. And then they just hit the ground running and, and, and just been a national power playing in a, you know, a power five type level uh, from a, you know, our bowling program. And they've represented us such a high level with all Americans, academic all Americans. And, and everything like that that's just been really special. And it's been fun to see. It's hard to believe, I guess, we've been in nine, 10 years uh, that program and and uh, it's just been a uh, it seems like we've had them all along but they've just uh, taken us to a different level and and uh, the interesting part is we don't get commissioner's cup points on that uh, one of these days hopefully we will uh, but uh, they just continue to uh, excel at a high level and while it is not a Southland sport in terms of the commissioner's cup Southland Bowling League is something that came into effect a couple of years ago. And I know you kind of played a part in, in having that created. What was the thinking behind wanting to, to create a Southland Bowling League and ultimately what you think it could become? Well, ultimately, Robert Hill and I, who's, it was the athletic director at Stephen F. Austin, we're very close, very good friends, and we both added bowling. We saw a positive part of that. And uh, we saw that we were competing at national level, and we felt like that the Southland Conference needed that and uh, another uh, program. And we were also trying to encourage other Southland schools to, to join as well. But it's become an unbelievable conference with uh, the number of teams that get in the top eight and compete for national championships and win national championships. So uh, I think Robert and I, we've talked over the years and uh, even recently, and we're very proud of the role that we played in getting the Southland Bowling League going and adding uh, uh, bowling to our two universities. And of course the Bearcats this year won their first Southland championship in bowling. So that probably not a whole lot of programs around the country in any sport can say they've won a national championship before ever winning a conference championship. But obviously the Cats have that one. Very true and I always uh, tell, tell Coach Hagan, you know, I said, of course he promised me a national championship his, I think first or second year. I think it took him what, three or four to do, three, four years to do that. So I always, always tease him about that, that, uh, you know, he, he, he wasn't fully uh, uh, telling the truth uh, during his interview. I think one of the things also that kind of separates this past spring from really any 
any semester I think we've had in a long time is you had the team success and you had the uh, the team success on a national stage with their appearances in the NCAs, but you also had a lot of individuals going out and doing things away from Sam Houston, but still representing the university. Of course, you have Hannah Alberta who played at Augusta in the first ever Augusta Women's National Amateur. You had Will Holcomb who went to the U.S. Amateur and made a run, was national TV. Clayton Fritch going to the Pan Am Games, meddling. And then Colton Kowser playing for Team USA. And when you look at the athletes from Sam Houston going out, having success, representing their country, what does that mean to you? You know, it's really interesting since January and you, and you look at the championships and then and, and, and the individual student athletes that have represented at such a high level. It's really amazing because I know 22 years ago when I took over, you dream of something like that. You have those type of goals. But then when all of a sudden you experience it, it's just unbelievably special. And uh, the relationships that we have with those student athletes and those teams, uh, it's a great blessing to be a part of that. And I think they're excited when you're there as well because uh, they like sharing those moments with, with staff and, and, and athletic directors and other, uh, just as much as they do anyone else. And so they, they make you feel so welcome in being a part of their success. And uh, when they represent this university and our department at such a high level, it's unbelievably special. Well, this podcast is Chasing the Cup and all year long we're going to be talking about the pursuit of the Commissioner's Cup. So let's kind of jump into that a little bit now. Starting this new fall semester, Bearcats are looking for their eighth Southland Conference Commissioner's Cup. It is already a conference record. So what do you think these teams in the fall can really take from what happened in the spring? You know, we all start off uh, every year, and it started when we won our first Commissioner's Cup back in 04 and 05, is uh, we have a celebration of that cup. And since then, we've uh, we've always celebrate any cups that we win or it's just to get together as a, as, as a department. Uh, with the freshmen coming in, uh, our, our older student athletes are teaching them about how important it is and how every time they walk onto the field or of competition that they're really looking at doing the best that they can and representing uh, their sport and then it, it has, that, that can have an effect on the cup. And the beauty of the cup that, that's really important is it makes every student athlete equally as important and every team equally as important. And it raises their competition level up too as well. And I think the fall sports, while last year we didn't have a, a great fall season, I think they look back and see the success and the fun that, that our spring sports had. And I think it only motivate them. Uh, I know football coming off a, 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 a down season from what we've had, uh, travel with them to New Mexico. They are very focused on what they're trying to accomplish and, and successful, uh, being successful and getting back to the playoffs and those type of things. Their soccer team, you know, they've kind of been on an up and down cycle where they're, they're in the tournament, not in the tournament. And hopefully this year, this is their, their year to get in the tournament. And I know they've been competing very well against some quality teams so far. Volleyball, volleyball is always going to have an interesting August and September, but then they, they get into conference and they really compete at a high level, top three type program. Cross country, we you know they, they've had their moments as well, but I think uh, in a positive way and uh, being part of our track program that's extremely successful. Uh, so I think they look at all those things that were accomplished and at the celebration, I know I was talking to a lot of the fall sports and they're excited about getting more cut points as well. 
All right, Bobby. Well, I want to thank you for joining us here on Chasing the Cup again. All season long, we're going to be breaking down the pursuit of an eighth cup. So we look forward to bringing you back on as the year goes on and uh, look forward to some more hardware being added to the trophy case. That is going to do it for today's show. I want to thank Bobby Williams for joining us this week. And we look forward to having you next time on Chasing the Cup. Chasing the Cup is recorded in the Bearcat Sports Network studios in the new Wood Forest Athletic Center. This week's episode was written and produced by Jason Barfield. Broadcast calls are courtesy ESPN. The songs Hot Shot and Clear Progress are courtesy scotthomesmusic.com. This has been a presentation of the Bearcat Sports Network.